Bethel House of Prayer Church welcomes you to Bethel Hour. Today's message will be by Head Pastor Reverend Albert Ocran. Stay tuned and be blessed by today's message. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Please be seated. This morning I'm preaching on the team. Desire the gift of the Holy Spirit. Desire the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I said, Desire the gift of the Holy Spirit. The reason being that if there is to be any manifestations of God's power, in our midst or in the church today, it will be through the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Amen. To deny the need for and desire for the gifts of the Spirit is to deny the need and the desire for the manifestations of God's power in our midst. Hallelujah. Amen. The church, meaning you and I, can only survive and influence this world only when the gifts of the Holy Spirit are in operation. Hallelujah. Without the gift of the Holy Spirit, we cannot influence this world. We cannot change the world without the gift of the Holy Spirit. We don't need a sick church. Amen. The sick and the church become sick. When the gifts of the Holy Spirit are not in operation, the church becomes demon infected when the power of God is not at work. The church can only move forward when the gift of the Holy Spirit is working. Hallelujah. The problem with our churches today, including here, is that we we do not desire the gift of the Holy Spirit. And as a Christian, if you don't desire the gift of the Spirit, and live by the Spirit, and be led by the Spirit, you draw the church backwards instead of moving forward. Hallelujah. And we cannot draw the church of God back. The church of God must move forward. And if you move forward, when the gift of the Holy Spirit are in operation. So Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1a, he said, Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. Because in whatever gifts we have, it takes love for the gifts to operate and, be, and become what beneficial. Without love, you will operate in your area of calling out of personal gratification. Because it becomes a show-off. But love becomes the motor, the cement that holds 
all the gifting together. So Paul said, pursue after love, chase after love, seek love, and as you pursue after love, desire the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Can I hear amen in the house? Amen. To desire something is to have a strong feeling of wanting something in order to desire. You must have a strong feeling. So it is not okay for you to sit in the church without desiring the gift of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. It is not okay. You must desire the gift of the Holy Spirit. Because it is for you. Amen. And it is for me. Amen. It is for the body of Christ. Amen. So if you are not desiring the gift of the Spirit, you are killing the church of God. Amen. 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 To desire is to crave for something. Something that brings satisfaction. And the gift of the Holy Spirit in the church of God brings satisfaction. Hallelujah. Amen. The gift brings satisfaction. So we cannot live without the gifts of the Spirit. Why should I desire the gifts of the Spirit? The reason is this, the fundamental characteristics of God's church is power. The church is power. Hallelujah. Amen. The church can only change this world when the power of God is at work. A church without the power it is just like any ordinary gathering. When people come to church, they must experience the God they came to worship. Amen. Oh, can I get a big amen? Amen. The church of God is power. So when you study scripture, the Bible says that Paul, when he went to Corinth, there were people that were eloquent. They are articulate. They can speak. They have the mouth to talk. They can pull crap. And power is not like those folks. So the people started accusing him of all kinds of things. And he said, it's not about how I can rattle the language, but it is about the power of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You can talk all the talk. You can do all the antics. But if the power of God is not at work, what you are doing can never affect anybody. Amen. Amen. So 1 Corinthians 4.20 It says, for the kingdom of God is not in work, but in power. The kingdom of God is power. Hallelujah. God says it's a powerful church. And we have learned from last week and this week that you are the church of God. If you know you are the church of God, can I hear amen? Amen. You are the church. You are the temple of God. So if people are not experiencing power, that means you, you are empty. There is no power in you. But I pray that it will never be your portion in this church. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Because we are going to move by the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. The Spirit was given to us. We want to see a holy church. Amen. If there is going to be power in God's church, then the church must be holy. Amen. Meaning you must be what? Holy. Holy. Amen. Amen. And the enemy became weak. I said, you must be what? Holy. Amen. 
If demons are going to run away, you have to be holy. Amen. Demons are not afraid of your many hours of prayer. But they are afraid when you are holy. Because when you are holy, the presence of the Lord dwells in you. Amen. 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 We need a healing church. When people are sick and they come to the church, they must be healed. Amen. This is the church I grew up to know. When people are sick, praise and worship, they receive their healing. Amen. Now today's church has become poor. Today's church has become entertainment. Amen. If you are not willing to entertain people, it will take a long time to see people. But it is not about entertainment, it is about the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. People are sick and they, are, they sit on our pews and, and the church in the church. What is the power? What is the power that Jesus gave to us? Hello? Hi. People can sit in the church and operate by wisdom spirit because they feel so comfortable. What is the power? That's why this morning I am saying, desire the gift of the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I remember when I was growing up as a young Christian, the church that I grew up in, there was this young guy whom the Lord has blessed with the gift of knowledge, word of knowledge. And when we go to this week all night, the whole place is packed because all you pass. When this guy holds the microphone, you will see people running away. Because what you have done in darkness, the Lord will expose it. And because of that, before you come to the all night, you check yourself. Because if you live anyhow, you know that you are going to be exposed and disgrace. And that is the church we need. Hallelujah. Amen. At the end of the day, if you come into church, you don't make it to heaven. Now what is the essence of coming to church? <laughs> we need a healing church. Amen. We need a miracle church. Amen. Miracles must happen in the church. Amen. Impossible situations must become possible. Amen. This is the church Jesus left for us. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is a call for you to do something. It's a call for you to do something. Amen. Because we need a miracle church. It is not only the pastor who is going to perform miracles. You must perform the miracle. Amen. Because Jesus gave the gift to all. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Are you here with me this morning? Yes, sir. We need a breakthrough church. When people are struggling. When people are in bondage, when things don't go right for people, when they enter the church, there must be and should be a breakthrough in their lives. Amen. We need a breakthrough church. Who wants to be part of a dead church? Hallelujah. Amen. If the church is dead, there's no need to be part of it. But glory be to God. That even if the church is dead, you are going to resurrect the church. Amen. We need a soul winning church. Amen. When the gifts of the Spirit are in oppression, we win souls for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We need a church where the impossible becomes possible. We want to see the church of God on fire. Hallelujah. Amen. We just want to see the church of God on fire. Amen. This is the church Jesus left for us. Amen. 
Why is it that people don't go to church? Because when they go to church, they don't feel anything. The power of God is not working. We want to, we want to hear what we want to hear. I was listening to one pastor and he said he was invited to a church and when he got there, as a prophet, the pastor of the church, the head pastor told the prophet that in this church, this is how I want you to prophesy. <laughs> this is how I want to prophesy. So in, in other words, what the man of God is trying to say is that the prophet is going to prophesy by his own will. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why I keep telling you, I in person, I have a problem with any man of God who just enter into a church and say, today I'm going to just prophesy. If the Lord has not given to you, you can never prophesy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we need the church, the church that Jesus left for us, we need that church back. We need the church that prays. We need a church that study God's way. We need a church that forgives. We need a church that loves. We need a church that sings for the glory of God. And I pray that you will be that church. Amen. I pray that you will be that church. Amen. Wherever you are or wherever you find yourself, people must feel the impact. Your presence must make the difference. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at Philip. Let's look at faith. Faith. Acts chapter 8. Verse 5 to 13. Acts of the Apostles chapter 8. Verse 5 to 13. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. He did not preach his own message, but he preached Christ. That a savior has been given to the world. His name is Jesus. He said, Come to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I'm preaching about Jesus who can take away burdens, Jesus who gives life. So he went and preached Christ. Verse 6 And the multitude. With one accord, he did the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Verse 7. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed. And many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. Amen. He was a man of power. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. In Ghana, I went to a place called Don Pofie, but not Don Pofie. And as I went there with our youth evangelism team to preach, when we got to that place, I met a man who has been paralyzed. So as we approached the man, I said, We want to share Christ with you. And the man said, I've been paralyzed. And I said, what happened? He said, I, I was driving uh, a fuel tanker. That's how they call it here, right? The big truck that uh, they use for gas and those things. Yeah, a fuel tank. He said he was driving the tanker. And he saw a bed flew in front of the car. 
That was the last thing he remembers. So the man has been paralyzed. And I told him, I'm going to share that we have a booklet that we, uh, the title says, is there, is there a new hope for you? Or do you believe there is a new hope for you? That's the title. So as I was going through the booklet with him, talking to him about Jesus, listen, I didn't pray. But as we preach and teach that you are the temple, you see, the temple of God must carry the glory of God. Amen. The temple of God must carry the power of God. The, the temple of God must carry the glory of God. So when I finished with this man, and I said, Amen, the man stood on his feet. Amen. He just stood on his feet. Amen. So that night when we, when we went to the crusade, people came in their numbers. Amen. And in the presenter, one of my friends, Reverend Chasanandapa, now a Presbyterian minister, he started preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, and people that have been infected by demons just falling down like something. This is the church Christ left for us. Hallelujah. The glory of God must come back to the church, and God is waiting for you. God is waiting for you to, to, to realize that, no, it is not okay for me to just sit down in the church. It is, it is time Hallelujah. Amen. Who desires for the gift of the Spirit? So they started again. They said, For unclean spirit, crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. Hallelujah. Amen. It was great joy because miracles are happening. Things are happening. Verse 9. But there was a certain man called Simon, who previously practiced sorcery in the city, and astonished the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great. Verse 10, to whom they all gave he from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is a great power of God. Verse 11, and they hindered him because he had astonished them with his sorceries for a long time. But when they believed Philip, as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus, both men and women were baptized. Amen. Then Simon himself also believed. And when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed, seeing the miracles and signs which were done. Hallelujah. Amen. A magician left all his magical books and followed Philip Amen. because he has seen a greater power at work. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants to use you. Amen. I say, God wants to use you. Amen. God wants to use you. Amen. God wants to bless you with his gifts. Amen. He wants to bless you with his power. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the church Jesus left for us. Why is it that we don't see this kind of things in our in our churches nowadays? It's only a few churches that you see the working of the Holy Ghost. Because most Christians are not ready to stop the deeds of darkness. 
When you preach about the things of darkness, they said you are offending people. How can you influence the world as a child of God when you are practicing things of the dark? When you live in sin, you bring sin, you bring sin, you eat sin, and you are praying that you want to pray in the fullness of the Holy Ghost. How can this thing be possible? Hallelujah. Amen. The reason the church has lost its influence is that sin, the headquarters of sin, is now brought into the church. Because people are going to give money to support the ministry, when people are living in sin, no preacher is willing to say. Because when you preach that your lifestyle is not to stop it, the person will say, I'm not coming to church again. And I tell you, there are so many churches that doors are open. They will grab them. Hallelujah. Amen. We must stop sin, sin. I mean, we must stop practicing sin. We must stop living in sin for the Holy Spirit to dwell in us richly. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, are you here with me? Yes, sir. The other reason is that most Christians do not desire for the gift of the Spirit. You see, if you are not living right, you can't even desire the gift of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are doing things that are not right, the Holy Spirit cannot live in you. Jesus said you cannot worship money and God. It's impossible. About three days ago, I was listening to this lady on uh, Facebook. A nurse who, who happened to be an awkward practitioner. And she said she arose to the eighth hierarchy. And she was saying things that in that hospital she just sacrificed people like something. But the only people she cannot touch are true Christians. Because before they step into the hospital, they are they have been marked. There is a mark on them. So they can't touch them. But those that are not marked, or those whose lives are almost diminishing. They just finish them up. If the Lord were to open your eyes to see the kind of world you are living in, you wouldn't wait for me to stand here and preach and say, stop sinning. Because once you practice sin, you give Satan the license to harass and torment you. This one I told the church, one of the things we do is all the grace of God is sufficient. Yes, Satan will whisper to you, do it one more time because God's grace is there. Because he knows that when you live in that kind of lifestyle, he can harass you. Even to the point that the lady said that there was a church, they have been built a big church that they, 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 they planted a pregnant woman before they built the church. So that the church will be good. You see, these men and women of God, if people of God are waiting for the power of God, there will be no need to plant anything in the foundation of the church. It will take time, but God's power will carry you there. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I get to submit to you today. Let us deserve the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have been a Christian for a very long time. What gift do you have?
What power do you carry? You are the temple of God. And you must carry the glory of God wherever you go. Can I hear amen in the house? Amen. You are the temple of God. It's about time we search for the power of God. Jesus said, wait for the promise of the Father. Wait for it. You need the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 5.13, he says, you are the source of the earth. But if the source loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is not good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. Jesus said, You are the light of the world. The whole world is waiting for you. Your family members that are not going to church, they are waiting for you. Your husband who is not coming to church is waiting for you. Your wife who is not coming to church is waiting for you. They are waiting to see a change in you before they will follow you. And the change will only come when the glory and power of God is at work in you. Hallelujah. I pray over your life that you will never lose your flavor as a child of God. You will never lose your flavor. Listen, the church of God needs the miracles. Hallelujah. We all need the miracles. I need the miracle. In fact, miracles are good. Miracles, they are good. Because when Philip went to Samaria, after he preached, he saw the miracle. So the Bible said they ran after the miracle. Some people will come seeking the miracle. But the message of the cross will penetrate. Hallelujah. And change them. Because miracles, when they are performed, they are things that God is supreme. And God is in control. So I need a miracle and you need a miracle. We need a miracle in this church. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good. And all the time. So we need a miracle. John chapter 14 verse 12. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. He said, I am going to the Father so you will do greater ways. Because now the Holy Spirit has been given. Right now the Holy Spirit is living in you. You have the Holy Spirit. He lives in you. You are the temple. The Holy Ghost is living in you. Hallelujah. He is in you right now as I speak. So allow the Spirit of God to use you. This morning we learn that your body doesn't belong to you. Amen. Amen. This body of yours, it doesn't belong to you. You are not in charge of your own life. God is in charge of your life. Amen. The Bible says you have been bought with a price. And Ephesians 1.14, it says the Holy Spirit has placed a seal on you. So you belong to God. So Jesus said, if you believe in me, what I did on earth, you will do far more than that. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I've said it over and over here that nobody can tell me that the gift of the Spirit doesn't work. Nobody. I have seen them work. Amen. I have experienced them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I have seen the dead coming back to life. I have seen it. So you cannot tell me that God doesn't raise the dead today. I have seen it with my own eyes. We pray in the name of Jesus. 
Amen. I have seen cancer disappear. Amen. In New York City, a woman with a cancer, as I was praying, the Holy Ghost told me, told me that pray for her. And as I began to pray, I saw the thing like a ball diminishing, becoming small. And the thing just vanished. And I told her, this is what I saw. When she went to the doctor, the doctor said, the thing is no more pain. And today she is alive. This is the power I am talking about. I've seen people that have HIV virus in their blood. By prayer, the, the virus disappeared. Hallelujah. I have seen people being healed. And for demons, don't worry about it. We cut them out like something because of the grace of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I am telling you, you can do the same. Amen. The Holy Spirit is waiting for you. Amen. God is waiting for you. Amen. So desire the gifts of the Spirit from today. How that desire that God, I need you. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's look at Paul. Let's look at Paul. If I'm not able to get there next week, I'll continue with the gift of the Holy Spirit. I will treat all the gifts and you find where you belong. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul, Acts chapter 19, verse 11 and 12. He said, Now God worked on unusual miracles by the hands of Paul, so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick. And the diseases left them, and the evil spirit went out of them. Hallelujah. Paul doesn't need to be there because he carries the glory of God, he carries the power of God. So the Bible said, even his ancestors were casting out demons and are healing the sick. What are you waiting for as a church? Oh, Jesus. My God. Even your clothes must carry power. When somebody puts on your clothes, they must feel the anointing of God. They must feel the power of God. If they are sick, they should get healed. This is the church Jesus left for us. What are we doing today? Amen. Hallelujah. The one lifestyle will not take you anywhere. You have to be conscious of who you are. That tomorrow is never yours. You can't guarantee what will happen to you tomorrow. I don't know what will happen to me tomorrow. So if I am not living right, and the Lord calls me, am I ready to answer? Am I prepared? Hallelujah. I tell you that from this time to January, prepare. Because these are the messages we are going to hear. It will be better for me to offend you and go to heaven than to entertain you and go to hell. Hallelujah. And it is well with you. We all love that next message. It is well with you. Tomorrow by this time, 10,000 at your door. Amen. If I get 10,000, 100 million dollars, and I end up in hell, what does it profit me? The money cannot save me. Hallelujah. Amen. And the only way to defeat sin is the grace and power of God. Amen. There is a song that Allah said, I am a winner. I am a winner. Oh, the devil knows that I am a winner. 
the power of God is upon me. Oh, the devil knows that I am a witness. Yes, he said the devil knows that I am a witness because the power of God is what upon him. Do you carry that power? Do you want to operate with that power? The Bible said Paul did unusual miracles. Miracles, he's a miracle worker. The grace of God was upon him. The power of God was upon him. When he prayed for people, he still results. Hallelujah. This is the church. And this is the new bus we are going to ride in. And I want you to join. I want you to be on board. Hallelujah. I want you to be on board. That wherever you find yourself, there is a song when I was singing, I said, Bright the corner where you are. Wherever you are, you have to bright the corner. Amen. Amen. I pray that that oil will come upon you. Amen. I pray that that power will come upon you. Amen. I pray that that anointing will come upon you. Amen. I pray that the heavens will be open unto you. Amen. Hallelujah. Mark 16, 20. And they went out and preached everywhere. And the Lord working with them and confirming the way through the accompanying signs. Wherever they went and preached Christ, the Lord confirmed His word. I can come from Virginia to New York, Atlanta, to this place and on radio, that the preaching of God's word, miracles have happened. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Miracles have happened. I've been on summer radio and prayed for a student in London. In Harvard, a person I've never met, I don't even know, but I was on the radio preaching, and the mother of that girl called from Germany. It's a pastor. Please, I have a daughter it's in Harvard. She dreamt that a snake has bit her, her leg, and since the time she had that dream, she has not been able to put on shoes. That leg has been swollen. So please don't leave the airway. Let me call my daughter in London and have the girl call you on the radio station. Lo and behold, the lady, the young girl also called. And you come and see her bad English. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Not today that my English is even, uh, a little bit better. Hey. This young lady, I say, hey, so slow down. I said, let's pray. I was at a radio station. She's in London. I've never been to London. I don't know London. When I moved from Ghana straight to the United States, I'm here. I don't know anywhere apart from U.S. and Ghana. So I said, let's pray. Start up praying in the name of Jesus. And the girl said, Pastor, I see something like a snake coming out from my leg. Amen. That was it. The swollen leg. Disappeared. Amen. And the guest started wearing shoes. Amen. The next Sunday I was on the airways and the girl called. And said, Pastor, I want to give a testimony. I said, let me take you off. I said, no, I don't want to offer. I want to say for everybody to hear that God is a healer. Hallelujah. Yes. This is what I'm talking about. This does not experience the power of God. How about students who know and said, I want to give a testimony. The power, the kingdom of God is power. Amen. Jesus is waiting for you. Amen. 
Hallelujah. The Bible said that God confirmed his word. God confirmed his word. I remember we brought for another young man in Holland. I was on the radio call and said, Pastor, I submitted my passport. But every time I go to their immigration, they said, their passport didn't even arrive. They don't even know where that passport is. The guy was so frustrated. I said, let's believe God together. We declare prayer in the name of Jesus. The next Sunday I was on the airwaves. He came on and called. I said, Pastor, can you believe it? I have my passport. Everything that I'm, I'm seeking for is asking and been given to me. This is the power of God. God wants to use you. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. We would love to hear from you. Write to us at Bethel House of Prayer Church, 7066 North Clark Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60626. Or visit our website, www.bethelhouse.org. For prayers and guidance, please call 571-502-7722.